you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning into this episode of Backroom Movie News. My favorite toys are coming back to life in a fourth sequel, and will the Batgirl script finally be in good hands? We're going to go more in depth about it right here on Backroom Movie News. in the house, everybody. I'm Casey Sampson. I'm Chase Kuklo. Hope you guys are all doing well out there. Um, me and this guy actually saw two movies over the weekend, Ready Player One and A Quiet Place. And we would just like to let you know that Ready Player One is clocking at $2.35 million at the box office. And my favorite of the night, which was A Quiet Place, is at $5.36 million. It was a very, very great movie. But Chase, out of these two, even though they're not anywhere similar, which one did you like the most? Yeah, it's got to be A Quiet Place. Okay, yeah. I, I will agree with you on that one. That was a, Guys, just go out and see it. I mean, that's all I can say. Oh, it's like, super it, twisted. It's so good. It had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. Just the most... One of the coolest premises I could possibly like ever think of. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's better to watch it in the theater because, you know, the way the sound is in theaters. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's authentic. Yeah. It's a great watch, guys. Even the Ready Player One was a good time, but Quiet Place was really, really good. Agreed. All right, Chase, start us off with the first piece of movie news here today. We're talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, the upcoming Star Wars anthology prequel film is going to be clock in, I should say, <laughs> at two hours and 13 minutes long. So, Casey, how do you feel about Solo, two hours, 13 minutes? Uh, we got 20 minutes shorter than The Last Jedi, but uh, I'm happy for this to be the second longest Star Wars movie as far as I know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Say? I think it's basically average. I think there's one or two that are like a couple minutes longer. Right, right. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, give me all the stars that you want. But uh, how are you feeling about this? I feel good. I think they can, uh, they'll probably be able to give us a, a well, a fully developed story in that time. Right. And uh, real quick, guys, if you didn't know, ye didn't know, but uh, Solo actually dropped the official trailer or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw guys, that. Ba- you should watch it. Well, I didn't it? watch it, but I knew that they okay, dropped okay. it. Okay. Um, Chase, I gotta let you know, just based on those teasers that we got from beforehand and everything, this trailer, dude, I'm actually really psyched for this movie now. This completely, like, changed, like, everything how, like, I thought this movie was gonna go. This is, this is gonna be a really good time at the theater, Chase. It's gonna be really twisted, and I'm glad that you're not seeing it, and you're gonna have a blast, I think. Uh, I guess I believe you. I'll still keep those expectations a little lower, but nice. It's looking looking real good. Uh, We're talking still under Disney's little tent or cloud here. We're talking about the live-action Mulan reboot. Uh, Donnie Yen, we know him from Rogue One and uh, Ip Man, or IP Man, whatever it is. Uh, he's been cast as General Tung, a mentor and teacher to Milan. So, Kaysen, how do you feel about Donnie Yen? Uh, Donnie Yen's a pretty good choice. Uh, I've seen just bits and pieces of Mulan. Like I said, I'm pretty specific on which uh, Disney animated movies I like. Uh, this isn't necessarily one of them, but I think it's a good choice to bring Donnie Yen in there. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a money-making thing. He's a popular Chinese actor in America, and then obviously I think he does really well in China. People love him there, so oh, yeah. this is cool. This is cool. Is and it I, China or is it somewhere else? I'm pretty sure he's Chinese. Okay, I'll, I'll trust you. We'll go for it. Hopefully we don't get fucked by the internet. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're uh, talking about Toy Story 4 now. Yeah. Uh, Disney confirmed, they confirmed, that the next sequel in the storied animated franchise is going to hit theaters June 21st, 2019. Uh, this one is set to focus less on the ending of the previous one and more on the sheriff and Bo Peep's romance, I guess. 
Uh, I haven't watched since like Toy Story two. Uh, we've you noted. Didn't see three? I did not. Wow. Okay. We've, we <laughs> have noted the issues that the production has faced. Uh, so maybe expect a step down in quality, but who really knows? Kason, how do you feel about uh, the release date? First of all, Toy Story three. It was pretty good. I would I, I'd give it a watch. I think it's on Netflix, actually. I'm not sure. But uh, per, just based on... I mean, that's all right about the release date. But personally, I don't think this is needed at all. Because if you guys have seen Toy Story 3, it just left on a, such a great note. It just shows at the very end of the movie that these toys are th- who that want to be played with. They're just going to be keep being passed on generation to generation. It's just like one of those like endings where it you know you, j- you don't have to see like what's going to be going on day to day because you already know how that's going to just go as I said so um, even though it is open ended I still think this is just a bit forced just to bring in some money which you know that's how the industry works but I'm not completely on board with this I think they should just leave it alone but how are you feeling? Uh, I don't I basically agree I mean like I said I'm sure Toy Story 3 is good it's funny I think most people really liked it but then there is a pretty pretty loud group I think that hates it for some whatever reason I, I like every movie <laughs> yeah I couldn't confirm that but still um, it's I feel like this is probably past its due if 3 was yeah. a good ending you should stop and if they if this isn't as good then it's gonna be tough if they stop there or see what they do next but overall I'm sort of excited alright now we got some DC news we do. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting news. Maybe good. We'll see. Warner Brothers has hired Christina Hodson, who wrote the upcoming Bumblebee movie, and she worked on Birds of Prey for Warner Brothers. Uh, Birds of Prey is the uh, the Harley Quinn-led female-centric story in the DC Comics. Mm. And uh, Christina Hodson's going to work on the Batgirl script. Uh, we know Joss Whedon was w- developing that film, but then they, him and the studio parted ways. So here we go with Christina Hodson and Batgirl. Kason, how do you feel? Uh, it's all right. I mean, hmm. Because <laughs> at first, like when I heard that she was working on Birds of Prey, I didn't even know that they were actually like moving forward, like with the movie. I thought they were talking about like because I guess there was a TV show that was like in two thousand two, two thousand three, or whatever. So I thought she worked on that. Uh, looking at her body of work, she hasn't. She's only worked on two other movies besides this as a writer, and both of them have flopped. Yeah. So I don't know if this is like the necessarily the right choice of this. I mean, I'm fully open to having a woman be in charge of this because like I said Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman just makes sense like nobody's gonna know how to get into the mind of a woman and how she would react to certain situations than a female would but uh, Chase let me ask you I mean for a person like do you think somebody should be like in the writer's chair for like a big blockbuster movie like this with two movies that have flopped I mean you know sure we always hear these stories like people like they completely like flip around from like just bombing but what do you think yeah I don't know. It's tough. I mean, because I feel so many writers in Hollywood turn out these films with problem after problem, but they keep getting hired on big things. And it's because they do have talent and connections and just the way it works. So I don't know. We'll see. There's plenty of success stories of people who've gone from either like horrible features, studio features or indie and then gotten better. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll just have to see. I don't know her body of work. We'll have to see what she brings to the table why they would whether it's something she does with characters or if it's mainly because she's female or you know what we'll see when Bumblebee comes out I think I can get maybe a read on what she does but yeah yeah I mean I like to say that she must have some sort of like great idea that's going on here for like a big company like DC and Warner Brothers to like you know move forward with her but at the same time I'm pretty shaken up about DC like they 
it's so far it doesn't seem like they know what they're doing so we'll see like you said with Bumblebee for sure yeah definitely alright we can move on to uh, A Quiet Place which we talked about earlier and yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna get tired of talking about it man I'm not dude it's great <laughs> yeah it's great okay so uh, there's uh, a lot of news here I'll start with uh, that the breakout horror hit had a massive opening weekend I think it was 50 million on the opening weekend yeah. and the writers already have ideas for the sequel that's not the greatest news, but that's okay. <laughs> and now this would be so much better off as a one and done. But Brian Woods said in an interview that they have a lot of great ideas for set pieces. And whether they actually like wrote those out in scene form or if they just have them sitting in Word documents, they already have ideas for the sequel and where to go. He also said that they're entertaining the idea of continuing like that storyline or just going like spin-off sort of territory, you know, something different. So, Kitchen, how do you feel about a sequel for A Quiet Place? Uh, I'm agreeing with you. I think it should just be left alone, but Hollywood just likes to go and uh, f- just, like, squeeze every last drop out of something where it doesn't need to happen and j- until people, like, fucking realize, like, oh, wait, these suck, actually, yeah. so uh, I'm not too happy to hear about it. Yeah, it's not great. I think they need to go to A Quiet Place and shut the fuck up! But, yeah. Sons of bitches! Yeah. All right. Uh, better news, well, I guess more interestingly, at least, I think so... Uh, they considered making it a Cloverfield film. Uh, we know that the Cloverfield Paradox was an original film, and that ended up being morphed into a Cloverfield film, you know, put into that franchise. That had middling results. Pretty bad, but whatever. Uh, still, I liked the idea I liked the idea that they have with the Cloverfield films where they look for something that's original and they kind of find a, a new platform to push it up a bit. Right. And, uh, yeah, Woods, you know, Brian Woods and Scott Beck, the main two writers, they actually said that it was... They at one point just thought to themselves, they just kind of sort of pitched it as Cloverfield to try and help get it, you know, picked up. And then once Paramount, they decided it can stand on its own two legs. We're not going to do this. So, how do you how, how do you feel about that? That Paramount decided we can uh, make um, this its own thing. I mean, I haven't. I, I could just ask you because like I haven't seen the Cloverfield Paradox. That was the thing yeah, from the, Netflix that we got from the Super Bowl promo or whatever. I mean, no. do you think that could actually work integrating together well, or it, what? It could have, of course. I mean. The Cloverfield Paradox, part of why it failed is because they didn't do the greatest job of transitioning into it, into that world, so oh, okay. it's a little loose. But I, I just think it's interesting that, you know, they thought to themselves, well, maybe if we market it as this, as this Cloverfield film, that they'd be interested. Sure. But it's it's good that their story was good enough to where Paramount was like, you know what, nah, we'll just, we'll do this as its own thing. Yeah. Well, like most things, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. All right, what do we got next? Uh, just a, one more little thing. It's about oh. John Krasinski, the director of A Quiet Place. He's all of a sudden, he's a hot name in the director's chair now. <laughs> his next project, I think it's going to be his next project, is going to be Life on Mars. It's based off of a short story by Cistel uh, Castellucci called We Have Always Lived on Mars. It's a sci-fi adventure that follows a young woman who is one of the few descendants of a human colony on Mars that was abandoned by Earth. She's surprised to discover that she can breathe the Martian atmosphere, and that's not the result of their atmospheric processing, but it's the key to the puzzle of the disaster that stranded her team there. Skyson, how do you feel about that premise? This guy's really into sci-fi, I guess. I mean, that's pretty cool, man. Um, You know, given the... I mean, also, that sounds like a very original premise, so, like, bring it on, man. I... Yeah. I'm liking what he's doing, so... Yeah, and it's... Uh, I think the producers, uh, all three main producers and Paramount are probably going to do this one, too. So, it's... Yeah. The, gang's, the, gang's all, the gang's all here. All right, what do we got next, my friend? We are talking about some exciting news here. It, too. All right, so I haven't we heard have, anything about this, so this I'm, is gonna I'm be looking good. forward to it. All right, we, all right, all right. We're all going to like it. So, James <laughs> McAvoy from the X-Men franchise and Split 
and Bill Hader are in talks to join Jessica Chastain in the sequel. Oh, right. Uh, Bill Hader's probably going to play Richie, who uh, was played by Finn Wolfhard. Oh, that is perfect, yeah. man. Okay, oh, yeah. all right, move on, move on. And uh, James McAvoy, he's looking, it looks like, it looks like he's going to play uh, Bill. Like Oh, okay. Exactly. Uh, no, he looks like he's going to play Bill, you know, the leader of the group. Sure. So, Kason, how do you feel about uh, Bill Hader and James McAvoy? Dude, excellent, man. I'm like looking at these two on the screen right here. That is perfect right there. That's amazing. And uh, Bill Hader as the funniest character. Fuck yes, man. You're doing it right. Come on, get Andy Muschietti on this now, yeah, man. We, we already know Bill Skarsgård's on this. And um, I can't remember the redhead. Jeff, Jessica Chastain. Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Okay, so you just said it. Sorry, yeah. Um, dude, this is shaping up to be a really, really great cast. If we get Donald Glover to be, um, I can't remember the kid's name. I think it's Mike. Mike? Yeah, that's good. That'll be really cool. There's oh, obviously yeah. other... Denzel Washington. <laughs> All right. All right. How are you feeling about the cast, uh, that's dude? Re- that's twisted. James yeah. McAvoy, he's a great actor. I don't. I didn't see X-Men or Split, but I saw him in Atomic Blonde and others. He's great. I think he'd be great as Bill. Yeah. And then we were just talking about how great Bill Hader is and that he just he hasn't had that breakthrough yet. We this were talking about that the other day, man, for he's, sure. For sure, I love Bill Hader because this is this is great, man. Because we're actually get to be able to see like the serious side of him, and then also that perfect comedic style that he's got already. So oh, yeah. it's oh my god, it's a match made in heaven right now. It's or horror. great news. Yeah, yeah, it's great horror. Oh, yeah. It's great horror news. Okay, all right. Uh, still talking about some more well, back to sci-fi. How about I say that? Okay, okay. Uh, Terminator Six, Tim Miller's upcoming sequel boot has been shifted back from a July 26, twenty nineteen release to November twenty second, twenty nineteen. Uh, I don't know why they did that per se. Probably has something to do with just shooting schedules or effects. Uh, but I think that's also a primetime kind of spot. So, Kason, how do you feel about the shift back? Um, I mean, that's pretty cool. You know what I just watched the other day was uh, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I don't hate that movie, it's, to be honest. <laughs> it, it's because I watched it when I was, like, real young or, like, whatever. And I kind of thought the the one that was trying to kill John Connor was a little hot. So, it's 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 whatever. Um, but I mean, this is pretty, I mean, this is pretty cool news, dude. I'm really excited for this, this Terminator sequel. It sounds like it's going to be really good, especially with, uh, uh, Tim Miller. Correct. Tim Miller on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I keep, I keep for some reason, uh, Frank Miller who does like the dark Knight comics and stuff like that. Yeah. I keep mixing up the two. How are you feeling about Uh, it? All right. I mean, like I said, they're both prime time and we're going to, you know, it's the same year. It's not some new mutants kind of garbage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I want to say real quick while we're talking about uh, Terminator uh, Rise of the Machines. I will never forget that movie. You remember early in the movie in that uh, chase? Yeah. And when the truck blew up that the robot chick was in? Yeah. When it blew up, they put uh, like a cheetah's roar or something. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, just put that in there. That sounds cool. God, it's stupid. I remember hearing it. So one you point. could hear it very yeah. blatantly then. Okay. Yeah, it's just. I haven't. I guess I didn't yeah. pay attention. It's fucking that's, ridiculous. That's funny. But yeah, just don't do that. In this <laughs> okay. All right. If if you don't do that, you're clear. All right. We're gonna be moving on to the last bit of news here, which is what Chase. Uh, the Predator, uh, Michael Keegan Michael Key, excuse me, revealed in an <laughs> interview that he rewrites uh, that the rewrites and reshoots that they went through recently it, it reworked a good portion. Of the third act. So, uh, Kason, how do you feel about that? They reworked it pretty heavily, apparently. Yeah. Um, I, if you're working towards it, it's a double-edged sword, man. You never know 
like when you hear about like reshoots and, and all this other sort of stuff, you never know if it's for the greater good or because someone wants to fucking like put their pan in the sandbox and like what these phrases I come up with, man, they, they just don't work. But uh, you guys know what I mean, so right. we'll see. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really on board with this movie to begin with, but once again. Trailer, man. Just show me the trailer. See what I got. Get him excited. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. I. It's just I have no clue on what direction they're really going with, so I can't fathom like how it changed. <laughs> Hopefully, it's for the better, like you said. But uh, we'll see. Either way, I'm excited to see how it goes. Right. Uh, but that's all we got there, Casey. That's all we got. All right, you guys, that about wraps it up for today on this episode of Back of Movie News. Be sure to give this video a like and subscribe to our channel because we really appreciate your support. You can also drop a comment below, whether it be anything that we talked about today or anything that you would like to bring into discussion. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Backer Official, and follow those pages for notifications and upcoming videos coming to you guys because we love you all, and we'll see you next time right here on Back of Movie News. Bye. <laughs>